Hello, all you peoples of the interwebs. I'm Scarlet. And I'm Echo. And are you ready to grab your popcorn and a and soda? your beverages. <laughs> and get ready to be scared popless. want to share before I like kick off so the last time my boyfriend came to pick me up to go to his place for the weekend he saw my mic set up and he didn't know I had a microphone already he goes you've got a podcast set up and I'm like yeah and he starts rolling his eyes I'm like I've had this mic for like over two years before I met you (laughs) he goes but I've never seen it before he's like great my girlfriend's yeah. got corrupted. <laughs> I think he's was more upset thinking that I spent random money that I need to be saving. Oh. Uh, yeah. I like how you get to enjoy my plushies and all my random background goodiness. Yeah. <laughs> You're the only one that gets to see that. This is the only time the curtains ever <laughs> up. Okay, so in horror movie news... We have an upcoming horror movie called True Haunting, and it is it based good. on real events. It is supposed to be based on the first ever televised exorcism, and it's going to have Jamie, Jamie Campbell, Campbell Bauer. Bauer. I knew you were going to just beat me to it. I was like, I'm going to start saying it, and I was just going to take it. So, <laughs> Also... We found out that Ghost, their song that was released this Sunday, I believe, it was released on Sunday? It was released this week, but it will be in the new Insidious movie. Okay, yeah, The Red Door, correct? Yes. So for funsies, I got a little ha-ha funny, and I went to chat GBT, and I put in... For them to give me a summary of the movie for this week, which is The Cube. And I wanted the summary because I felt like, let's let's explain the movie in whole, and then we'll kind of go through it a little bit. Because it's an an awful lot to walk through step by step. Just know that The Cube Madness is a lot. Yeah, The Cube Madness hits hard. It got really hot in here. (laughs) It's, it is the, yeah, cube the, madness. the cube madness is setting in. <clears throat> Had to so, turn on the AC to avoid the cube madness. The summary that we have is in the hilarious cult classic film Cube, 1997, a group of strangers find themselves trapped in a series of interconnected, deadly cube shaped rooms. It's like a twisted version of a Rubik's Cube, but with a lot higher stakes. Okay. And then it goes on and it says, our Montley crew, one of these things is not like the other. And this is the part where I have an issue because they've definitely got this wrong. It says, our Montley crew includes a math genius. Okay, check. That one's right. Yes. An escape artist. Okay, check. Yes, that one's right. There. A conspiracy theorist. Yeah, she kind of is. She's also yeah. a doctor. Yes. 
an acrobat. I don't know if they're just trying to be funny because the cop guy, like, monkey bars across the ceiling at one point, but he's not an acrobat. Yeah, I would not say that anybody in this movie is an acrobat. And then it says, and the guy who just came along for the ride because he thought it was a new kind of escape room. None of that (laughs) is a thing. What are you talking about? It's like, y'all didn't sign up for this escape room. It was open last Saturday. No, no one? Just no just one? me? Oh. <laughs> and then this next part is, part is basically the gist of the movie. As they navigate through a deadly maze, they quickly realize that each room presents its own deadly booby traps. Not every room has a booby trap, but close enough. Yeah. It's like a chaotic game show where the prize is staying alive and not getting sliced and diced. Which does... And then this next part just cracks me up. Let's just say this isn't the kind of puzzle solving you find at your local Sudoku club. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, how can, how can this get any weirder? To make matters even funnier or more absurd, the cube's design is a complete mystery. It's like somebody combined the worst elements of a haunted house, a Rubik's Cube, and the Ikea furniture assembly instructions. <laughs> I don't know what Ikea has to do with this. And then it says... There's absolutely no furniture in this cube. And then it says, good luck figuring out which door leads to freedom. And which one leads to your gruesome demise. It's like, okay, that is the most shoddy shit of an explanation but I had to. Yeah. Keep in mind, sci-fi original. Like, sci-fi yes. channel type movie. Oh, that gosh. early but 2000s just the fact of, that the let's chat just pop bot. out a bunch of cheap sci-fi movies. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, some of what the chatbot had to say is correct about the movie. Other things are a little off with that, but that is hilarious. I would have loved to see the chatbots version of that movie as well. Right. So, of course, this movie played a lot on the Sci-Fi Network. It comes in, and I have a feeling that this rating that a lot of people gave this has to do with nostalgia. But it comes in on Letterbox at a 3.3 star. Out of five? Yes. Okay. And at Rotten Tomatoes, it has a tomato meter score of 64% and an audience score of 76. Those are pretty high numbers. Right? And it, of course, is rated R. It is classified as a sci-fi drama horror movie coming in at a whopping one hour and 30 minutes and you feel every single minute of it. <laughs> yes. And the ad ad breaks on Tubi did not help it go any faster for sure. But I mean, some of most of it's enjoyable. I didn't hate it. It was worth watching twice for me. So this movie, do you want to talk about your first time watching it? Did you have anything interesting happen? I know you text me and you were like, well, it's a movie. Yes. So I don't know if anybody is like a like a YouTube game watcher like I am 
on Lord Minion 777's channel on YouTube. He and his buddies play a game called Half Dead, and it is based off of this movie Cube. It's a series of rooms. Unfortunately, there's no going up through the ceiling or down through the floor, but all around the sides are rooms with maybe a trap, maybe not. And you just kind of have to, again, throw your shoe just like in the movie to find out if the room is trapped or not. But they're good playthroughs. They're very interesting. So Echo got to experience my second time. It was my second time technically, but the first time I had only watched like the first maybe 30 minutes and I had a THC drink of 100 milligrams. And then I was like, okay, this is hitting. I'm going to watch the movie now. I need to take notes. Well, I'm just going to send Echo my notes as I watch the movie. If it doesn't make sense later, then, you know, at least it's a ha-ha funny. And then I was like, does this make any sense at all? And I get back the word yes. And I was like, okay, uh, this is going to work. You want to know what they did? They sent me play-by-play of the movie in GIFs. (laughs) (laughs) And I know what every single one of them is. Yep. Full rundown of the movie, just in GIFs. (laughs) Oh, there were some, like, light text messages, like, (laughs) in between. Yeah. Okay. So, we start off... And it's just this guy peeking through one of the little door holes. And then he's running back and forth and we're watching him do his little opening. And he's trying to figure out which direction he's going in. So all Mm -hmm. we know is that, okay, square room, bunch of doors. And he opens one and he starts walking through. And then all of a sudden he makes this like face. And he gets stiff. Suddenly. (laughs) He falls into cubes. Yes, he falls into cheese cheese cubes. He crumbles. Mind you, I sent Echo a gif (laughs) of a piece of cheese getting a whole bunch of holes punched in it. Yep. And And the holes becoming cheese balls. There was also a hamster crawling through a toilet paper tube. (laughs) That was it. Oh, yeah, that too. That specifically came up with the next part when we got into the group of people is when I sent that one. Because after this, okay, so the guy obviously dead, cut up, gone. Yep. So then we kind of just go into our main five, the starting five, finding Mm -hmm. each other. We we come in on a fella laying kind of (laughs) unconscious on the floor, and then the next thing we know... This other fella is coming up through the floor. And he comes in, and then we hear one of the doors start to open. And he's panicked. He's like, ah, shit, what's coming for me? Because, you know, they woke up in this place. They have no idea how they got there. They don't know where they are. So he's obviously a little freaked out. (laughs) So needless to say, he pins a poor, helpless, defenseless female against the floor. After because... he karate throws her through the door that she came That's through. right. He, he did kind of like whiplash her the hell out of the tube. Yeah. And so that's all going on and they're all like trying to figure out which direction they're going to go. And then the other, the blonde lady who I refer to as Karen, 
their actual name is Holloway. It's the doctor that Echo was talking yeah. about comes into yeah. the room. The doctor slash conspiracy theorist. And they're all trying to figure out what to do and what they're going to do and if they're going to move and all this. And then that's when I sent the gift of the hamster popping out of the toilet roll paper <laughs> tube because the escape artist guy opens the top, the top yep. door to their cube and like pops and just his kinda head down. Fiddles in there. <laughs> and so when he sees they're in there, he's all like, okay, well, this one is safe. So now we're all together in a group of five. Mm-hmm. And of course, Quinn. Yeah, Quinton. Quinton is like, taking the lead he's like i'm gonna be in charge yes because i'm a cop which you're like "Uh uh-huh okay sure why are you in here (laughs) you know because yeah at this point my brain is looking for any clues like did they all do something Mm -hmm. specific do they all have a reason they're here you know and yeah Basically, the girl is like, they're, well, they, we're still with the escape guy. He's still there. Mm-hmm. And his name is Renz, right? Yeah. Okay. Except he, he's go, well, just because it's spelled that way, it doesn't mean anything. I'm French. It's just pronounced Ren. There's an escape. Exactly. <laughs> and when the cop finds out his name is Ren, he's like, oh my gosh, you're the escape artist. And we get this part where we see him tie together some boots from the others and use them to throw in a room to see if it sets off a trap. And it does. And his shoe is extra crispy because there's just flamethrowers that shoot out at this shoe. And one of them's like, oh, they won't let us starve. They won't let us starve. And this is when they the conspiracy. Feed us, right? And then they're like, well, who's going to feed us? And then the conspiracy lady is all like, it's all the government. It's all the government. Blah, 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 blah. It's either the government or it's aliens. <laughs> There's no in between. And it's like, can't it be the government and aliens? I mean, why not? They can work together. I'm pretty sure they can. If they wanted to. Yeah. But anyway... There's this whole part where he's all like, oh, well, if you get thirsty or whatever, if you put your button in your mouth, and this is important, so we have to bring it up. Mm-hmm. If you put the button in your mouth, it'll help create saliva by you sucking on it like it's a piece of candy. Yeah, and that way they don't feel like they're like very extremely thirsty and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that definitely probably staved off the cube madness that is to come for a while. But it's just the acting choice, too. When when we talk about Cube Madness, it's this specific wide-eyed look. And, like, they lean their head back and it's like, we're making faces no one yeah. can see. But it's... <laughs> one of these times, I'm just going to be like, okay, for this episode, Echo will be taking pictures of the random faces <laughs> that we're making to copy people. And I will post them on our... I need to make us an Instagram and a thread. But yeah. I feel like Having you do that would be a hilarious thing for that. I think it would. And so they're all like, okay, we got to find our way out of here. And this is the first time I think that, um, is it Worth? The one I'm thinking of, he's the one that 
we find out worked on the cube. Yes, that's what. Uh, I think that he is a bad guy because, like, he's some, like, inside guy was my first theory. Because okay. there was this moment where Rin is talking all about how, like, oh, you know, he was being all cocky and stuff. And then he jumps down into this room and then acid eats his face off. Yes. All because I think he got distracted by the fact that there were now more people that he's having to deal with. That he maybe right. didn't quite notice the trap. Pro- probably. But he was, shoes, it was like he was... The shoes didn't set it off. Yeah. And the, the thing about it that I found interesting was like he was... Oh, hold on. I've got to like condense my train of thought here. He was being very gloaty about it. And the way they did this like shot with the camera... Where they panned over to Worth's face and like with the red lights because they were in a red room. It made, it just like made him look like, okay, like he's deciding who gets picked off when. They did that with the, they did, from my perspective, they did that with the camera. Because I was just like, this guy, this guy right here, he's bad guy. This is classic bad guy stuff. Like framing and things. But it wasn't. It, it wasn't. I mean, this is an oops yeah. all spoilers. If you didn't watch it, then, you know. I mean, it's, this came I, out in 1997. You've had yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. This movie's barely younger than Claire, okay? Yeah. So, okay, we lose one. First one down is the one that we think is their biggest hope because he's an escape artist. Yeah, a world-renowned escape artist. Yeah, this guy has done some crazy shit. Then, this is when they start with the math madness, right? Yeah, I think Which, so. This horror movie is Echo's biggest fear all condensed yes. into one thing. This movie it, is my nightmare world. If I, it, if I were in this movie, I would be dead. <laughs> it's geometry and math and... <laughs> and math. And coordinates. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and Echo would have just been all like... I'll just die here. Yeah, I'll just I'll just wait here. Uh, I'm not doing this. <laughs> and, and Echo could have been in the right one all along. Like, Echo could have been in the one going to the door, and Echo would just have never known. Yeah, and that would have been, that would have been fine. For those of you who don't know me personally, I don't do math, I don't do directions. Those are my two weak points. Math and directions. So this, this movie world is my nightmare world. <laughs> See, Neurotypical, er, yeah, not neurotypical. (laughs) Neurodivergent people, such as Echo and myself, we tend to make friends that are good at the opposite thing that we're good at. And then that person just fills in the blank. So Echo would help with my English homework. And Mm -hmm. I basically did Echo's (laughs) homework in the way of they would sit there and I, they would, do the problem. I would show them how to solve the problem, and then they'd be all like, now how do I do the next one? Scar walked me through everything in class. How did you even get through college without me? I'll never know. I'll tell you how I did it. I had a very, very bizarre math professor. I'm fairly sure he had beginning stage dementia because he gave us all the math problems that were like solved for us already in the very back of the textbook and he would only give us those for homework and then he would give us our test 
And he goes, make sure you check your answers before you hand it in because the answers were on the back of the test. Honestly, it's the only way I made it I think maybe he knew anybody who had to take his class was not majoring in a field that required mathematics. And he didn't want to have to teach the class to you four years in a row. Yeah, probably. But, oh man. And it was hilarious. Even though it was first semester I took with him was like Algebra 1 and the second semester was Algebra 2. He started the class with the exact same thing and made the exact same jokes every single day of the semester, both semesters. Oh, goodness. But, yeah. So, um, after they lose Rin, who they think is their biggest hope, they then start to notice that everything that they had come in with was gone, except for Levin's glasses. She's our math genius and they realize that that has to have a purpose even though they're just reading glasses she doesn't necessarily need them for regular seeing so they think oh well what is there that she needs to look at and that's when they discover the numbers along the bottom edge of each door and this is when they go math crazy they're like prime numbers prime numbers Yeah, because prime numbers apparently equal the room is trapped. And so they just need to go through rooms that don't have any prime numbers in their sequence. (laughs) So you know how we thought her name was Eleven, like Stranger Things? (laughs) It's just Eleven. Yeah, with an L. Yeah, no E in front of it. No L, just Eleven. I find I it's just funny because I'm like actually now looking at it and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, and here's a interesting note. Uh, the characters are named after famous prisons. That's oh. signif- signif- significantly that their imprisonment in the cube might not have been predetermined. If anything, it ties quite nicely into Quinn's theory of it all being organized for somebody's sick entertainment. Okay. Quentin is named after St. Quentin. Yeah, Sam Quentin. And Levin is Leavenworth. Um, And so is Worth. Levin and Worth. And Levin and Worth have a moment at the end, which is really interesting. And then Holloway is named after a known women's prison in the UK, which is interesting because her accent keeps slipping, and me and you talked about that. Yeah. And Rin and Kassan are locations of notorious penitentiaries in France and Russia. Okay. That is very interesting. I never would have realized that. Because that puts something, that that's like a serial killer type tie-in. Yeah, kind of. Of a connection, that, because that if you think of the like, names. Mm-hmm. That seems like something like a crazed murderer might do. <laughs> Pick his victims based on their names being connected to prisons. Well, it says even their theories. So at this point, you know, we're in the very beginning. They're all talking about why they're there. Play into the character reveal. For instance, Holloway is quick to believe it's a government conspiracy, while Quentin immediately suspects a psychopathic franchising on um something about a psychopath is at play, which makes yeah. sense. 
And then Worth kind of his out outlook is just that everything is chaotic and under uh undergoven. Undergovernable. Meaning okay. because of the holes that people find in governments, that it kind of explains it. That people exploiting the holes that they can find in like government laws lead to things like that. Yeah. So even but with I your think... rules, there's still a way to break them. Yeah. And wasn't wasn't there one theory that it was some rich asshole's entertainment? Yeah, that came from Quentin. Okay. Some rich asshole's game game of fun or something like that. Yeah. And then it's also important to note that every time they do come up to a door, there's always the fight, flight, or freeze response when a trap is set off. Okay. Which we'll talk about, honestly, very shortly, because once they all get together, the movie moves at pretty fast speed. They do. That's part of the reason why it's hard to break it down step by step with this one, because so much happens so quickly. Well, and I feel like if you break it down step by step, it loses. Like, was the acting great? No. 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 It was, was. Some of it was a bit overdone. Some of it was a bit underdone. <laughs> All the facial expressions were always a bit much. <laughs> the story itself was good. Yeah. And it, it leaves enough for there to be two more movies because there, there are, if we want to watch those at some point. Yeah. Um, Claire said the other two movies are a little bit better. Okay. Um, so we've lost one. We're down to four. Mm -hmm. And they've started doing the prime numbers trick. And they kind of fall into what they at first think is like a dead end, right? Yes. And then they remember, oh yeah, there's up. Up is an option. <laughs> so she looks at, and this whole time, Quentin is flirting. With Levin. Yeah, he To get what he wants. Yeah. He's oddly trying to... He's trying to use flattery as a means to get... It's a manipulation tactic. He, yeah. he uses every manipulation tactic. And at one point, he looks at Worth and is all like, can you help me out? Like, because Holloway was being mouthy about yeah. it. Because she's all like, well, you know, you're not doing this and that and then they're like they start fighting over the numbers and yeah and oh and at this point their weight and who's not yeah because at this point we find out that worth built is that before or after they find kazan in the ceiling oh it is after they find him isn't it it's like yeah. right after because it's all one big scene yeah it is so, so they go to open the door and poor kazan falls Right through the ceiling, all the way to the floor. And that causes a whole issue. Because this, this block, okay, so then I had the, I tried to like, try, because there has to be some underlying reason that all of them specifically were in the thing. Yeah. Right? And so then I was trying to figure it out. Because we start seeing that Holloway has a soft spot for this guy. But it's kind of in a weird savior complex kind of way. Maybe a little bit. Um, she said she was a free clinic doctor. And I wonder if okay. it maybe had something to do with her work. Maybe she was like a, a special needs physician. May 
maybe. You are right. And that's why. It's just she... interesting in the way she chooses to treat him. Yeah. This is when we get the whole, like, Kazan is breaking down because he doesn't want to go back up because he just fell through the ceiling and he just yeah. came through that way. And they're all yelling at each other and all this. And this is when they decide that, no, this is when Worth says that he designed the outer shell. Yeah, he finally admits that he was part of the project. And that there is no way out and yelling and that Worth is just, he'll just die. It's here. It's fine. And then Quentin starts going, well, put your mouth where your words are, put, you know, yeah, do it. He then. basically says, do it, well, you sacrifice, sacrifice yourself for the group. Then. And all of that. And everyone finally gets everyone to calm down and they all start doing their little, well, then let's go a different way. And Kazan refuses to go back through the top. Climbing is not something that he enjoys so they open this other door and <laughs> do you want to take it because you're laughing a lot yes okay so they they're opening the next door and like i think it is this the part where like quentin just kind of like yeets worth just into the next room to check for a trap maybe no like i know so, he does it to him a couple of times so she looks at the um no, that is after this part. So this oh. is the part where they open the door and that something makes a noise and they see all the spikes come out of the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That comes first, right? Okay. And I do believe that comes first. Hold on. Now, now you got me wondering. I got to look in yeah. my notes here. Because I know there are a couple different times where Quentin just yeets Worth into another room just out of spite. Because the cube madness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because while they're yelling about all that and everything and Worth is like, nah, every Worth is like, everything's pointless. Sad me. Yeah. Sad man. And then Quinn makes some offhanded remark and Worth is all like, I have porn, man. And I'm like, why <laughs> yeah, is porn that? Porn is all I got back at home. I was like, why does that need to be a conversation? <laughs> Sorry, that was in my notes and I had to bring it up. Oh, and we didn't talk about it, but there's these weird scenes, like, when they're just, like, trying to figure things out where it's all, like... Yeah. And you're like, what the hell? That's their thinking music. And about this point also is about when... Holloway starts losing it. We find out she's a doctor. And she's like, I need a smoke, man. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, oh, I quit years ago anyway. I just need to think, think about something else. And and maybe they don't get him through the up. They do. I think they do take him up through the one. And then because they before they get there, you're right. He does throw Quinn through. a. Yeah. Quentin throws Worth through to into the next room. Yeah, yeah, she's just like, I've got a way to find out, and he just throws him <laughs> through. Yeah. Check out the superhuman strength that suddenly developed. Because this is when, this is when Kazan goes, trips. Blue. No. No. It, it's the blue thing first. Blue. Oh. I like blue rooms. And this the room blonde... is green. <laughs> this room is green. Knock, 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 knock. And this is also when I wrote down, because... 
the blonde lady goes all spicy because Quentin didn't listen to her. And she's like, we take turns. We take turns. And this is when I wrote that she was being a Karen because at this moment she was. And then this is when they go over and they open the new door and then they find out that it's a trap. Yeah. And that they're stuck. Yeah. But it's a noise-activated trap. Yeah. So they think they can sneak through if they're very quiet. (laughs) Because it's real funny because you and I both had this thing because Kazan was just like, trap. And he was smiling so happy when the daggers came out of the wall. It amused him greatly that every time he made a noise, spikes. So they all all start quietly going through this this thing. Holloway, not Holloway, she doesn't go first. She's in the middle. Yeah. So Um, it's Landon. uh, Worth first. Worth. Then Levin. To make then sure 11. that the next room that they're going to try to go into is safe. And yeah. then they send down Holloway, and then they send down Kassan, and then, and then Quentin they hear last. Yes, but th- at this point, they're walking through, and they hear that Kazan had turned the thing with his feet halfway. Yeah, he, he got his pant legs stuck on the floor door. And so... He's wanting to make a noise. <laughs> he's, he's like, uh, uh, like and he all doesn't the way quite walks, make the noise, but she's like, walks <laughs> over and pin- she pinches his lips together. <laughs> she's like, she, she walks him backwards, and then he starts walking the other direction, and then she has to stop him and turn him back around. Yeah. And they get, they get him through, and they're having to be quiet, and all of a sudden, because they start freaking out and he makes this noise while Quentin is halfway through. Mm-hmm. And Which, uh, if... he he somehow yeets himself from the upper door into the room they were going into before the spikes hit him somehow. Like that was that was that maybe that's why they say an acrobat. <laughs> I don't know. But he is something else and not in the good way. No. No. He gets hit with the cube madness hard. And it's like he had a like split minute because it wasn't like he had a good second. He could have ran and dove. I don't know why the jump swing thing happened. And yeah. then he, he gets all like, I'm going to kill you. And he starts screaming at Kazan. He's a trap. And then they keep going and Quentin is just getting angrier with everyone. And they're like, you know, oh, they get to this, they get to this part. Oh, I know what it is. That, that part when he's, yeah, it's also that part. There's a part when Kazan and Hallway get across while Quentin's coming over where, <laughs> where Kazan just grabs her by the back of the hair. It just starts thrashing her around. Because he freaks out. And she's not to scream. And he ma- th- that's when he makes the noise. Yeah. And they do a whole lot of, like, weird laughy shit. Yeah. Too. Where they're just like, ha, ha, ha. Like, it's like, is that part of the Cube Madness? Like, I'm trying oh, yeah. to figure out what the Cube Madness is it's here, people. Be, it's gotta be the Cube Madness. So finally, they get to this room, and she reads it. The numbers... She says they're prime, because they are. Mm -hmm. But he goes through, Quentin goes through it, 
And then all of a sudden, these like weird like wire like yeah, twist tie thing. It's almost like the the cheese cuber from the very beginning, except it it twists. It's very thin wire that twists this in the makes, center of the room. This makes like you know like how they're like the the spaghetti noodle like the string yep. vegetables. That's kind of and it almost gets him, but he jumps out of the way fast enough. Which is probably another reason why they're like, oh, an acrobat. <laughs> and he gets back through the room. Oh, no. This is when we find out that Worth worked on the cube. Okay. Actually, we don't find out at the very beginning. And I thought we well, not the very beginning. But they're all mad at each other. And Quentin starts yelling, bam, man. And this is when Holloway finally yells, there is no way out of here. Yeah. And then he talked about how it's a design. It's a beautiful design, which cracked me up, too. Yeah. But he also explains that he only worked on the outer shell. He had no idea how what it was for. Um, they were two separate factories, like yeah. the Twix factories. Yeah, the right and left Twix. <laughs> one goes, was the I'm, inner I'm on cube the and one was the outer cube. <laughs> And I think everybody only just had the pieces that they were working on and nothing else. And so they're all talking wide-eyed and yelling and trying to figure their way out. And they're all sick here. And then at some point, they're all like, let's just go back. We'll fight, figure it out. And Levin is like, are you all high on glue? Yeah. Have you been high on glue your whole lives? And then... A fist fight breaks out between yeah. Worth and Quinn. And I know a fist fight breaks out because Quinn is doing his self-pity thing. And Quinn starts beating the crap out of him and all that. And I think here's where he throws him into another room at some point, too. Yeah, I think Yeah, I think <laughs> as soon as Levin kind of is all like, okay, so you worked on the outside. How big is the outside? And if all the rooms are like this size, then... The, there must be this many rooms and blah, blah, blah. And then she realizes wanna... our numbers ordinates. Mm-hmm. And I know that that happened because I sent you a gif of two mushrooms beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> oh, we got that way out of order. So that all, that all happens first. The one almost dies and they find out the prime numbers aren't the right way. Yeah. And then they have to go across the trap. Okay. Because this is when they're stuck. So we were kind of right. We just forgot that this is the part where he gets caught in the trap. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then Echo sent me a gif. And this also is best to describe this movie. <laughs> it's just a per- it's, it's the meme of the guy like holding his arm out from the anime with the <laughs> butterfly in the air. Is Echo just this is- a prime number? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And this also... So after they get across the trap, and he starts beating the crap out of Kazan, because we're, 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 we got back to that point. Yeah. A fight breaks out after he gets across, and Holloway won't let him beat up Kazan, and she calls him a Nancy. And then I wrote down, Quinn was just yelling all this shit at her, Quentin was, mm-hmm. and I wrote it all down, but not all of it, like, in, like, phrases some of which he said 
I keep you, no man will fuck you. Stiff Bet you're all business. Bet you're all dried up down there. Bet you're all dried up. And, and like given the crazy eyes, and she slaps him. And he hits her back. And then he's all like, open the fucking thing, sunshine. And so they open the door, because everyone's over his shit at this point. Mm-hmm. And then, then the one is all like, the shell! Because they've hit the outside cube. And he's just like, standing there, like, looking at it, and like, laughing. And, and this is when... Holloway's like, Quinn Quinn is like, I'll go out and look. And Holloway's like, no, it's my turn. I'll do it. And I'm just sitting there the whole time thinking, let Quentin do it it. because he's driving everyone nuts. Mm -hmm. But no, she goes out and she does it. And then there's another earthquake kind of thing that's been (sighs) happening throughout the entire movie that we really haven't mentioned yet. Which we find out is that room shifting. Yeah. But it happens, they all fall over, they let go of the rope that they made out of their jacket shirt things, mm-hmm. and Quentin runs and grabs her arm. And we're all like, okay, what's gonna happen here? And then Quentin, like, loses his smile, yeah. because we're starting to see how to done he is, and he just drops her. And then he just gets back in, and so just calmly goes, she slipped. But he's doing his crazy eyes. He's got mm-hmm. the cube madness. And everybody's kind of freaking out about it. They kind of know. They, I think they feel that, no, she didn't slip. He did this. I think they so, feel it in their heart that they know. Everything is tense. He's yelling at her, like, what do we do now? Because there's mm-hmm. nothing out there. And she's just, like, trying to say, oh, let's just stay here for now and, like, figure it out. And she can't. Then realizes, oh, that they're moving and that they have to plot. Yeah, they can use the numbers to find the coordinates with factors. Mm-hmm. It, it's something like that. And she's like, but I can't run the equations. It's impossible. But they find out that somehow Kazan can run these equations in his head. That's his but, special gift. But But right before that happens... There's this weird scene where everyone's asleep and, like, she's trying to figure out what needs to happen. And Quentin kidnaps her in the middle of the night. He grabs yeah. her stuff in the last boot and takes her. Mm-hmm. And he's the being weird as hell. madness is strong. And he's all like, we are the key. The flesh. I looked into the walls. I looked through the walls. We fit like numbers, man and woman. And it's just all weird. Yeah. And then Worth shows up. He's he's saying that the rooms want them to mate or some shit. And and Worth catches up, punches him out. And thank goodness for Worth saving her from a creepy man. And at this point, like, they're still kind of stuck with him because Kazan gets it. And, like, she's yelling about, like, the mathematics. And she's all like, I can't do it. I can't run those kind of equations. And then we find out Kazan can. And so then, for now, her and Kazan are 100% safe. Because they need him to get through the stuff. Yeah. And so they're going along. 
They're going along. He's being weird. The cube madness is high. It does its disc ah thing again. Yeah. And we get to this point where they're like, they're getting real over his shit. And they're going through the rooms. And then she, he, Kazan reads the, the numbers from the equation. She yells clear. And they go to the next one. And then all of a sudden they're doing their same thing where... Quentin decides he's staying up in the tunnels until everyone else proves that the room is safe. And while Kazan is reading the numbers and she yells clear, Worth just jams this door up Mm -hmm. on on Quentin's neck and he's just all there, crazy eyes bulging out, choking to death. He's just like, he's like, quick, go! They're like, run! And so they kind of get away from him for a little bit. Yeah. And they're doing really good. And then whenever he catches back up, doesn't he throw Worth through a floor? I think so. Door, and then they realize that they're back in the same room yes, where they started. That's, okay, so yes, that's right. So she's reading the numbers first and doing mm-hmm. the whole new thing. Because at this point, she didn't realize they were moving. So this all happens before she, Kazam gets involved. And they all get caught. They, he catches back up to them. When they're in the same room. When they get back to the first room. Yeah. They get back to where they started with Mr. Melty Face. So they end up right back where they started. And it is one hour and six minutes into the movie. We're back where we started. Everyone except two. The mm-hmm. Rin and Hallway. Probably. So we're all back. She's doing her math. She's, then she realizes, oh earthquake they're all moving Mm -hmm. so then she's all like we have to find this very specific number which is it's like a prime number or something i'm gonna figure out what it's called yeah cube movie artesian coordinates is that it yes okay so the cube is comprised of 26 by 26 by 26 rooms plus one bridge room, mm-hmm. making up a total of 17,577 total rooms. The outer shell is 434 feet on one edge. We're not going into cubic feet with a single door. Each room has a serial number uh, consisting of three digits. Each three digits, the sum of each divots, are representing the Y the X, the Y, and the Z coordinates of each room's starting position. Mm-hmm. It is important to note that every sequence of three digital numbers can be represented. Okay. So trap rooms have at least one of the serial numbers as a power of prime. Originally, Levin thought the prime numbered rooms were the only traps, making the potential 400 and. 59, 153 prime numbers between 2 and 991 multiplied by 3. Okay, trap rooms. So there potentially were only, she thought there were only 459 trap rooms. However, there are 25 non-prime numbers of prime numbers below. Okay, this makes the potential of the total trapped rooms... 534 trap rooms based on the power of prime rule. 
Okay, so yeah, Cantesian coordinates or whatever. That, I think, had to be the prime number or something like that. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> a lot of math words. So she, this is when they find out that there's a new calculation and it would take her too long to figure it out. And we find out Kazam can do it. Yes. Because he keeps, he keeps going, astronomical. <laughs> yes. And then they're and, like, how many factors are of this number? And he says a number. And then she goes, wait, how many factors are there? 30. And then he gets that right. She knows that that's. And then so they're like, OK, well, he knows he knows the factors of these numbers. And this is when Quentin goes, Kazam, my, my man. <laughs> and then he's like, make him do it. And you're like, OK. And then this is when he starts getting choked out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so they they get away and they're doing really good. You know, Kazan's reading numbers, she's yelling clear, they're making their way downtown, walking fast. Face yep. passed, and they're going. And <laughs> all of a sudden, we're like, okay, everything's too good to be true. They're going real good. And then they move into one square, and before Kazan can get through, his square moves. moves. But he does his freak, uh, he, he does the thing, when, when he's freaked out, he makes yeah. the noise, and they can hear him. And thankfully, Worth goes after him and finds him and manages to bring him back. So Worth goes and gets him. They got him back. They're moving. They're grooving. And then all of a sudden, their cube starts moving again. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay. And then I'm like, okay, at this point, every character has lost their damn mind. And then mm-hmm. they have to go back through the whole, come on, Kazan, I know it's red. Get in the room. And... They you open gum the gumdrops th- for it. <laughs> oh yeah, he owes him so many gumdrops. Yep. Twenty-seven bags of gumdrops. They don't come by. Uh, they don't they- come in something. They come by bags. <laughs> yep. And so they get there. They get in the room, and she's like, "This is the room. It should be this room." And they open the thing, and they just see the outer shell. And you're like, "What the heck?" And then all of a sudden, it starts moving really fast. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. And then we get the sun. Oh. Or what we assume is the sun. It's a very yeah. bright light. Yes. And before they can go through it, because her, she's getting ready to go through it, and then Worth has a little pity party because yeah. he's like, I'm going to stay here. Like, and what, is, what even is there worth going back out there for? You know, and him and Levin have this really cute moment. And then all of a sudden she gets stabbed mm-hmm. right through the middle. And you're like, no, he found them. And he, yeah. of course, did. Yes. And him and Worth have a fight. The whole time him and Worth are having a fight, he's yelling for Kazan to go. Mm-hmm. And Kazan finally gets out. And then Quentin is like half getting out and yelling at Kazan to help him. Yeah. And then all Grabbing of a sudden his Worth... Ankle. Worth gets up and grabs grabs Quentin's like legs and ankles. And then the cube starts to move. You're and like, all we see is a lovely little smear of Quentin across the wall. And you're like, okay, well, he's definitely dead. And Kazan seemingly goes free. So he seems to be the only one yep. that makes it out. And this whole time, too, Levin has a moment where she's like, if we would have never moved, we would have been in the right one to start with. Yep. 
She goes, if you would have trusted my gut and just stayed here, we would have been fine. It's really interesting because I, I saw this and I, I can't agree more. It it by no means was a great movie. The characters mm-hmm. weren't great. Yeah. It, it had a great idea. I wouldn't say that the movie itself was great. But yeah. it says the narration is so brilliant that the viewer themselves feels trapped inside the cube as well. Yeah. Because yeah, we the... have no idea, same as them, what is rigged and what isn't. And the camera angles, the way they do them. They definitely feel very claustrophobic. Okay, and then this is another good argument. And I want to see how you feel about this. Sure. The real antagonist in the movie Cube. The Cube's movie's message is just quite powerful, and it develops quite steadily to the viewer. When you started doing the math, you'll stumble upon a realization that Quentin killed more people than the Cube itself. Yeah. The cube killed two people. Uh Uh-huh. Ren Anderson. Yeah. Well, at the very beginning. Yes, that's Anderson. Mm -hmm. Alderson. Uh, while Quentin killed three. Levin, Holloway, and Worth. Before getting killed by Worth himself. In other words, no matter how hostile the conditions, the biggest threat to social groups often comes from the members themselves. The condition, no matter how hostile, are something that that one can adjust to. Yes, I I definitely feel that that's true. It may be hot in there, it may be no food, no water, but once somebody starts losing it, everything else is mild in comparison to the savagery of human actions. And so then it this is another really good point. The movie does a good point of showing us that had the group done nothing for long enough, they would have been free all along. Yeah. All of them would have made it out but rent. Because that first cube moved between the maze exit and interior sections. Mm -hmm. But but as humans, we're not built that way. We must solve when faced with problems. If you think about it, human intelligence can sometimes be viewed as a curse. As a collective species driving us towards our own extinction. Although, if you also think about it, if if you remember growing up, everybody always used to say, well, if you get lost, just stay where you are and somebody will be able to find you. <laughs> so, like, even though growing up, like, I know, I was, I was told that. People definitely don't generally believe in sitting still as a solution. Oh, This is interesting. So I told you this last time. I don't know that it was said in the podcast, but I found this site called moviemistakes.com. And you can search any film and it tells you the mistakes that were in the film. That's fun. Oh, no. I talked about this in the first one. I don't think I called the the movie site out, but it was about her pants. What about whose pants? In the first movie that we talked about, don't don't breathe. Her pants pants were cut. Yes. This is the site that, like, had that on here. Okay, I'm, like, reading through this to see if anything... Yeah, I'm not seeing anything that actually holds merit. I do know that okay. that they said something about the math, but I, if I can't find it... Plus, I mean, if you're taking mathematical advice from a horror movie, I think you need to check your own issues there. <laughs> oh, another thing I could have talked about at the beginning, but I'll bring it up now. Uh, Mark... Appliers 
horror movie. Yeah. The Iron Lung mm-hmm. might have the record for most blood, fake blood in a horror movie. Yeah. He was talking about how he was trying for that. Well, he thinks they got it. Like, yeah, it was he's, like he's just going to do a little bit more calculating. Trying to think if there's anything else we should talk about about this specific movie. What do you want to do for your next pick? Hmm. You know, I always do like to live and die by the wheel. I know. Do you, what? What wheel though? We have the Hulu wheel. We have the Prime wheel, and we have the horror franchise wheel, or not the YouTube, the Tubi, the Tubi. Yeah. Let's try for. Did you say we have the Amazon Prime wheel? Yes. Let's do the Amazon Prime wheel because we've done a lot of Tubis. We've done so two Tubi. Well, technically three. Three, but well, yeah. <laughs> but I knew I wanted to do this movie, and it just happened to be on Tubi. Yes. <laughs> Prime wheel, do not disappoint me. There's a delay. There's a delay. Vamp through the delay. Vamp through the delay. Unhuman. Okay. 2022. Oh, oh well. I, I watched this one already. It's oh, a this good... is the Blumhouse one. It's a good I knew one, there was absolutely. a reason I've Okay. So you you're you're good with this one? Yes. It is okay. a very good one. I am happy to watch it another couple of times. It says a group of high school students whose bus crashes on a field trip, relationships are tested once they realize they are being stalked by an attacker who intends to drive them out and straight into a horrifying fight to survive. Mm-hmm. And the ending is such a twist. I'm always down for a Blumhouse movie. Yeah. This is this is a good one. Okay. The ending is very girl power, and I love it. I haven't asked you a question yet this week. Oh. I am off my game. What's your magic little question? Oh, well, first, oh. we need to rate this movie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I feel like a lot of uh, the professionals gave it high marks. I'm feeling a little bit more judgmental about the uh, the acting, so I I'm I'm kind of wanting to give it like a two and a half out of five. You we know? do ten. Oh yeah, fine. Like a three and a half out of ten. <laughs> yeah, because like it was a decent movie. I didn't hate watching it, and it did spawn a very decent video game, but just for the acting, I don't love it. Low rating for me. I give it three traps out of ten. Three traps out of ten. You mean, you mean like 500 and some traps out of ten? Because that's how many (laughs) there were? Uh, no. (laughs) Good try. Okay. Well, I think we're going to sign it on off and we'll see you next week. See, you can really tell when we're really down with a horror movie and when we're like, that was a fast one. We'll (laughs) see you all next time. Bye. Bye.